the Christmas passage, the one that we have heard so many times throughout our lives. It's found in the book of Luke, chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. It says, And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Father God, we thank you again for this opportunity you've given us here together today. And Father, I just ask that you be with me tonight. Give me words of hope and inspiration. Take from me the desire to speak my own. Empty me and fill me with your spirit, that all words may be pleasing. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. It is Christmas. It's finally gotten here. I don't know about you, but I live the whole year for this day to come. I live with expectation of God showing up in our lives and doing great and mighty things in our lives. God is faithful in all things. And he has nothing but love for his children. Now, funny thing about tonight's sermon topic is expect Jesus. What, what that kind of came from was I was going through some of the old bulletins and we found one, or Susan gave me one from last year's service where Matt Stout had uh, titled his sermon uh, Expect the Unexpected. See, I cannot live without Susan. I will tell you that right now. Expect the Unexpected. And it struck a note in me. And I actually, I went back, I looked up online and found the sermon and uh, listened to it. And it was an amazing sermon that Reverend Stout gave last year at this time. I was very touched by it. But what he did was he put the, the groundwork, he set the foundation for tonight. Because you see, what Reverend Stout did last year was tell us something that, that we already knew, but sometimes we forget. You see, what he was talking about was when Christ was born on that night that, that the world was so busy 
that they didn't even know that it happened. And it wasn't that they weren't told because for some 700 years from the time of Isaiah to the time that Christ came into this world, that's all the Jewish people looked for. They kept expecting Christ to come into the world. And when that moment came, they missed it because they were looking for something to come in a manner that they weren't expecting. You see, they pointed out to us this, that that the Jews were expecting Jesus to come with a sword of vengeance. That he was going to be a a great military leader and a, a great politician and he was going to rule the government and restore Israel back to their, their state as a nation. But when Christ came into this world, he came as a lowly infant child. And what we miss sometimes is this, is that, that when we think about Jesus, we think about the little child laying in that manger, innocent. As if he had no power or no passion, that he's just a a small child that that could do no harm, that that couldn't make a difference. But in all reality, when, when Christ came into the world, even in the form of that infant child, he came with all authority and all power. The word says that that the light shined in darkness and darkness did not overcome that light. That is the authority that Jesus brought with himself into this world even in the form of a little child. And I think sometimes that we forget that because we get so wrapped up with the problems of life. I mean, we get wrapped up with the things that we want from life and, and the vision and ideas that we how think life should be. But what we don't understand is this. The Jesus did not come into this world to change circumstances for anyone he didn't do it then that was the jews expectation that that their circumstances were going to change but what he did bring into this world is our ability to rise above this world but i know it's not an easy thing to do but let me share with you this real quick the gift that christ brought into the world there was a day in his ministry when he was tired jesus himself was tired he was fully god but still fully man he experienced the same emotions that we felt he had recently found out that his cousin john the baptist had been put to death for his fate and then not stopping when hearing that news continued his ministry continued preaching and teaching and even fed the five thousand but once the five thousand were fed jesus said to his disciples in essence I need some time to myself. Here's what I want you to do. While I disperse the crowd, go ahead and get in your boats. You guys go ahead and go ahead of me. I'll be okay. I just have something I need to take care of. And what Jesus did when the crowd was dispersed and the disciples were in their boat and already halfway across the lake to their next destination, Jesus went to the mountain and prayed. He needed that time just like so many of us do. And that is one of the greatest gifts that God has given us through his gift of Jesus Christ is the ability to go before the living God, to go into the great throne room, to stand, kneel, lie before that God and share with him 
how we feel about today, how we feel about tomorrow, and not have those words neglected, but have them heard individually. Because our Father has great love for us. And the other thing that that Jesus taught us from from that experience in his life was this. It was what they refer to as the the fourth watch. That's how the word says that in, in the book of Matthew, chapter 13, verse 25, it says, Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them. I don't know exactly when the fourth watch is. If you were in the military, the fourth watch came around 4.30 in the morning because that was the final watch of the day. But we know that it was not the first watch, so it wasn't early in the evening. It was later in the evening. We know that it was night because the Scripture tells us was. And in the darkness, in the night, that light, Jesus Christ himself, who came into this world, walked to his disciples. He wasn't fearful of what it was that he was going to come across on that journey. Remember, he was on a mountain. He had to come down from that mountain, down to the valley, to approach the lake that the disciples were on in their boats. And when he approached that lake, there was something going on out of the ordinary. It wasn't calm The word tells us that a storm was brewing. The boat was being bashed with the waves that were being brought on by the wind. And Jesus walked off from that land onto the water and walked out to his disciples. That is an amazing, an amazing act. And here's what happened. The disciples who were in the boat experiencing the storm, looked out into the distance and saw Jesus walking toward them. But they did not recognize Christ, the one who has walked with them all this time. They did not recognize his form. They did not recognize his person. And here's what I'm getting at. Sometimes in life, we experience storms. There's no way around it. I've always been taught this, not just by my parents, but by all the churches that I've ever attended. And it is this, that no matter where you are, no matter who you are, one thing you can count on, you will experience storms in life. 100% of the world's population will experience storms. It is not that you experience the storm that matters. It is how you experience that storm. And that's what was happening with the disciples here. They were experiencing a storm. They couldn't see. They had no control. But all they knew is an image was walking toward them, and that brought fear to them. And I've had that experience in my life. I don't know about you, but it's more like this, if I put it in our terms, that there were times in my life that I didn't have control. There were times in my life that I couldn't make life be what I wanted it to be, and I became fearful. And in, during that storm of my life, I heard the voice of God calling out to me, saying, Be of good cheer, for it is I who is working toward you. That, that in this storm where you can't see clearly, I'm giving you a gift if you will receive it. My son is walking to you in that storm with his hand extended to help you so that you can live the life that I have intended for you. 
And you know what Peter did? When Peter finally got to the point that, that he recognized or he thought he recognized who it was that was coming to him. After everyone else had already considered that it was a ghost. After everyone, including Peter, was experiencing fear during that point in their life, he did what so many of us, I hope, would do. When God calls on us, when he tells us in our storm that it's me that's speaking to you, that it's me that's taking my hand out to you, that it is me, God Almighty, and the Son, Jesus Christ, who wants to come into your life and be a gift to you. Let us do what Peter did. Lord, if it is you, command me to walk to you on the water. And I will tell you that's what I do. And people tell us sometimes that we shouldn't test God. And I agree with them. We should never test his authority and his power. He is God Almighty, Alpha, Omega, beginning and end. But there are times that we hear voices in our lives that tell us what we need to do and sometimes we need discernment on whether that voice is the voice of God our own imaginations our own hopes or just ideas that somebody else put into our minds Peter said Lord if it is you command me to walk to you on the water that is not testing God that is just asking God to confirm to himself that he is who he says that he is you see Peter knew that he could trust in Jesus he knew that, the, that Jesus wasn't going to change his circumstances, but he knew that, that walking with Jesus, he could get through anything in life, but he had to step out on faith. And that's what he did. He said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said to him, come. And what Peter did was he stepped out of that boat, and he did not step out on dry land. Peter stepped out of that boat and stood on the water with Christ Jesus. The water did not change. It stayed as it was. The circumstance did not change. But the authority that Peter received by trusting in Christ is what changed his entire circumstance on that day. He confirmed what we all know. And that is that we can trust God with the entirety of our lives. But he shows us something else here, and it's not to say anything bad about anyone. It's just who we are as a people. You see, when Peter started walking on that water with Jesus, when he was standing on what was unstandable, he realized that this isn't supposed to be happening. He began to doubt. And when he began to doubt, he began to sink. And what happened to Peter is what happens to many of us when we begin to, to sink. We cry out for God to help us again. And even though God sees us doubt, he has never turned his back on a single one of us. Not in our doubts and not in our fears, but in, in our doubts, just like Peter, when he began to sink and he cried out with a boisterous voice, then Jesus stuck his hand out, grabbed him, and rescued him from danger. That is the good news that God brings to us. 
when we walk through these storms in life, that we don't have to walk through them with anger and bitterness. We don't have to, to walk through them with doubt. But we walk through them with faith, holding on to the very hand that made us. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Is what God has promised to us. And Jesus and Peter got back in that boat. And when they did, the storm ceased. And it was then that everyone that had gathered there began to worship Christ and recognized his Messiahship. And I think not just because they saw him perform a miracle, but because they experienced in their lives and in their hearts the forgiving act of God. See, Psalms tells us that though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil. And those words are so true. And we can walk through that valley with whatever perception we choose to. We can walk through those valleys and be defeated and say, woe is me. Or we can rise up in the power of Christ like David did so many times as we encounter tribulation, knowing that we're not alone and that it is only temporary and that God has a purpose for all things. Because you see, a valley only extends so far. Storms only last a short period of time. during those times we have never been left alone Jesus came into this world as a gift from God with the promise that I'm here to help you see the truth about life about what's important. And that always starts with God. He came into this life that we are set free from, from captivity of our sins. I love the way the, the Word says it, that, that our, our sins are cast as far as east as from west, meaning they're never going to be brought back. They're forgotten. Christ came into this world that we be reconciled back to the Father. Now, I don't know about you, but there were times in my life when I was separated from my own mother and my father. And I couldn't wait to get back home. 
one time I left Camp Lejeune, North Carolina to meet my mother and father at a family reunion at Christmas time at my aunt and uncle's house. But I couldn't find the way. It was a new route for me. I didn't really know where I was going, and, and we didn't have GPS systems on our telephones back in those days. And there was so much anxiety and loneliness welling up inside me because I thought I was going to, to miss that opportunity to see my family. But I made a right and a left and eventually found my way to a place that I was familiar with. And I made it to that family reunion, and I walked into that house, and I saw my aunts and my uncles and my cousins and my brothers and my sisters. But what I wanted to see more than anything that day was my father. And there he was, one room over, laughing and talking. And I think that's the way it is with God sometimes. That when life gets so busy, we don't spend the time with God that we normally, normally would. But isn't it great to know that when those moments come, that when nothing else in the world can satisfy, that our Father is readily available. So this Christmas, let's celebrate the, the gift that God gave us through His Son, Jesus Christ. The gifts of love, the gifts of mercy, and the gifts of grace, and the gifts of community and family. Because those are the things that no status and no money can buy. Let us pray. Father God, as we close the service tonight, thank you for the words that you have given. And Father, as we move into this Christmas season, help us to remember the real reason why we're here. And that is because you have allowed us to be here. You have allowed us to, to overcome tribulation. You've allowed us to, to overcome difficulty. And you've allowed us to grow together as a community, as a family, whose hearts and minds are focused on you. And help us, Father God, to take that light out into the world that those who do not know may come to know you and may come into our family. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.